want to help shift some paradigms and open some minds today about a topic that I have been exploring very intensely, I would say, in the past year or so. And even though I'm not doing it perfectly or even sometimes at all, it really does pay off in my business and I see the value. I want to talk to you about email marketing. I know that probably like me, many of you have been putting a lot of energy into social media content, but not so much into really understanding and harnessing the power of email marketing and how the two work together and whether it's something you want to dive into and whether it's something you feel like you need support on. And so I just want to have a really honest conversation about the fact that I work with coaches, healers, creatives. And you know what? Your time is best spent coaching, healing, and creating. Your time is probably not best spent over creating content on social media that nobody is seeing. I saw a statistic the other day that only 3% of your actual followers on Instagram are actually seeing your content. And so that can be really frustrating if you feel like you have been talking about a certain offer over and over and over and over to your social media channels, platforms, and nobody's buying. Well, they may not be seeing it. And you can feel a little bit like, you know, you're kind of beating that dead horse of like, I've talked about this container, I've talked about this container. But it's talking and giving repetition to try to land on the people who actually want to be hearing from you. And that's a real challenge these days. And it's not just you, it's everybody is facing Regardless of what platform you're on, there's nuances, there's seasons, there's periods of time where really you're fighting an uphill battle. Now, if my thought about that is that if only 3% of my followers are going to be seeing a certain post, I hope that that post is going to be compelling enough for them to take a next step that will help them join my email subscriber list. And I didn't always feel this way. In fact, I'm someone... When I go to, let's say, Old Navy, and they're like, oh, do you want to give us your email address so that you can get coupons? I'm like, no, no, I don't want more emails. I have thousands of unread emails that I've got to deal with. I don't like new companies or new brands or new people. Even if I like you, I don't like you coming into my email inbox because I get overstimulated and I don't like it. (laughs) So I'm very protective of my email inboxes. However, what I know is that when people opt into a brand's list, those tend to be your warmest leads. That is really someone saying, I'm interested enough in what you're doing that I don't want to miss it when you run a special, when you invite for something, when when hoping that maybe in the future, the timing, the budget, and the service that you're going to be offering or the product that you're going to be offering are going to fit my needs. They also might just be saying, I like hearing from you. I think you're an interesting human being. I never see your shit on social media. Even though I follow you, I would like you in my inbox. That's really, to me, if you can get people from social media into your email subscriber list, what's interesting is the average open rate for email marketing is 19.66% for at least 2022 as I'm reading statistics. My open rate tends to be closer to 48 to 50%. My list is small. My list is, you know, growing. And so as I have thousands or tens of thousands of people on my email list, I would expect maybe to drop down closer to the average open rate. But you know what? Let's even just assume you have the average open rate of 19%. Isn't that better than 3%? <laughs> if you're spending time creating three, four, five posts a week, and not creating even one email to go out per week to your list, you're missing an opportunity. Now, I want to share 
a story um, about an, a conversation I had yesterday, and I'll keep it kind of just general. Uh, this person is in the healing arts. She is highly trained, highly educated, amazing at what she does. And one of the pain points that she helps women with, her ideal audience is women, one of the pain points is literally pain during sex. There's lots of different things that she can help people with, but one of the pain points is if someone is experiencing pain during intercourse, she can help them, okay? So we started talking about social media strategies and email marketing, and I immediately felt resistance come up when we talked about email marketing. And I was like, okay, there's a story here. Let me hop into coaching mode for a second. What's going on? What's your deal with email marketing? And she shared with me, I don't like being on people's email lists. You know, sometimes I receive an email and I even see it personalized to my name. And then I realize, oh, this wasn't just to me. This was to their list. And I don't like that feeling. And she said she also doesn't like that if she subscribes to something and then goes to unsubscribe and sometimes people don't honor that. And so she said, I really don't like being a consumer of email marketing, email newsletters. And so I don't know if I want my business to kind of get in that game. And so we were talking about like, well, how do we want to best guide the person? And let's just take this one specific pain, pain point. I know she helps women with lots of different aspects of their um, their journey, their health journey. But I said, let's just imagine someone is, it's 2 a.m. Someone is your ideal client. And in fact, they just had an intimate night with their partner and they're feeling pain and they're up in the middle of the night. They're frustrated. They've been kind of seeing some of your social media posts. So they know that this is one of the pain points, literally, that you help to support and help to alleviate. They are in their moment of need and they want to do something. They either want to like go find your Instagram and be able to very easily book a call with you or it's 2 a.m. She wants to like sign up for something that you're doing so she gets an email into her inbox and she can deal with it in the morning. And that's really, if you think about buyer behavior, now maybe your ideal client isn't experiencing pain that's keeping them up in the middle of the night and they want to like take some action but not really like they know you're not going to hop on a call with them at 2 in the morning, right? But email marketing, if let's just say if she went to this woman, 2 a.m., goes to this particular provider's profile, and she sees that she can either book a call or take a free mini course on how to overcome the physical hurdles in your body that are causing pain during intercourse. Oh, ding, ding, ding. You know, of course, she may have created a different freebie and it may not be as a spot on of a ding, ding, ding. But let's just say she knows this is a common pain point. She has created a mini course or an ebook or a guide or a guided meditation or something that is going to ease this pain point that's really prevalent in her ideal audience. Okay, so now maybe the person is like, it's 2 a.m. I don't have my calendar in front of me. I don't necessarily want to book a discovery call, but I would like to remember to log in and do something or read this ebook or whatever. So I'm going to sign up for it now. That person is now a very high lead. That person is wanting to hear the next steps. And so in very simple email marketing language, that person ideally is going to receive a series of emails specifically targeted to the person and to the problem and to the buyer psychology of where is that person after they've opted into that free thing? 
Okay, we're going to call it a lead magnet. We have now magnetized a lead to your email subscriber list by saying, we know what you're feeling. We, you know, you have worked with dozens, hundreds, thousands of people go through the same thing. And so you know some of the pain points they're feeling, some of the desires they have, some of the things that they've tried that didn't work. And they're not crazy because maybe you believe those things don't work for anyone. Who knows, right? So you've magnetized this new lead to your email subscriber list. And if she never hears from you again, that is going to be confusing. <laughs> but if you have thoughtfully sat down and said, okay, once someone signs up for this mini course about the most common five physical reasons why you experience pain during intercourse, and over the next four days, you're going to receive four emails, one of them talking to you about one of the points or one of them sharing a testimonial or one of them sharing how I got into this work. And each of those, or maybe some of those, I'm just kind of riffing here. I'm not thinking through the specific strategy I would implement for this, but let's just imagine those emails sprinkle in a call to action to book a discovery call. Now that person is seeing you aren't just a one hit wonder. This is a topic you deeply care about. You're highly educated about this. And so she's either going to book a discovery call or not, but do you see that that individual seeing that email come into her email box, she hasn't unsubscribed yet. So maybe she hasn't decided yet. Maybe she hasn't logged into the mini course yet, but you know that that topic is really high on their mind. That person's like your hottest lead as compared to spending umpteen hours trying to create a perfect reel to go viral or a perfect carousel to over-educate about this topic and having it only go out to 3% of people. Now, I'm not saying you want to like completely bag on social media. That's not what I'm saying at all, but it's creating a whole ecosystem. Most buyer behavior activity, depending on your demographic for sure, but a lot of people when they realize, oh yeah, I've got to put that on my list. I'm interested in that. Oh, I've had that on my planner or in my journal for three weeks and I haven't taken action. One of the first things they're going to do is go find you on social media. They're going to look up your Instagram. They're going to go find your Facebook business page. They don't know the address of your website yet, but they know your first name or they know the name of your brand. They're going to go find you and keep a tab open on their phone. And if there's something that they can easily do, that's an easy first step, like, oh yeah, let me sign up for that guided meditation. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow morning. You're like, creating a habit, you're creating a relationship with this human being. I mean, we call it a lead magnet because you're magnetizing leads, but this is a human being that has a problem that you just might be able to help. And maybe, let's be honest, maybe you're actually going to be able to help her just through this free resource. Maybe this person never hires you, never books a discovery call, but she learns a tip in that free course on, you know, the five reasons why you might be experiencing that pain and she's like, wow, I literally never thought of that. I'm 100% doing that. And it's easy to stop. I would like to change that. And then maybe she has a different experience. And maybe that solved it. Maybe you were so amazing in your free resource that you solved it. Then you might say, oh, gosh, well, I replaced the need for her to hire me. Or you could say, wow, I helped someone without even having to be in live space with them. How cool is that? Now, let's just think through if that mm, we're just going to call them the lead if that lead has subscribed to the email and maybe they receive those four or five emails that are kind of introducing them you know reminding them to go through the mini course helping them to hear testimonials or hear your story about how you created the course or how you got into this 
method of helping people. And maybe they don't book a discovery call yet. And that's the primary call to action you want them to do. And they don't do it. But you know what? They're still on your email list. And so you can either be doing live broadcasts, like sitting down at your computer, writing an email newsletter about events you have coming up or an amazing thought you had today and sending it out today to your whole list. I would call that like a broadcast or a newsletter. Or you could be sitting down and creating more sequences. So it's really about creating a journey. If someone comes in through a lead magnet, they don't do the call to action you thought they would in the sequence that follows up that subscription. But now they're on your list. And maybe you do have more automations if it were me after that, what I would call fulfillment sequence, fulfilling, giving the freebie to the person, the three, four, five emails that go out after. Then if you can move them, you can do this very easily through automations. I recommend if you're brand new to email marketing, um, I'll put a link in the show notes below. I recommend system.io. System.io has a completely free tier, not just a free trial, a free tier. So you can start trying email marketing. In System.io, you can also have your website and your blog and your courses and all kinds of things. So it can become your all-in-one. But if you're like, I don't know, I just want to step into email marketing and try it out. I have a website elsewhere and I want this to be a big project. You can just create that free account and then just try the email marketing. You can do that. Um, you might have to do some integrations or use Zapier depending on how you're collecting people's names, but that's another conversation for another day. But let's just say you do start having these automations where they go from what we just called a fulfillment sequence to now a welcome sequence. And the welcome sequence would have more of a goal of helping this person get to know you and maybe having some bonus freebies or maybe you were on a radio show and you send them an email with a link to listen to the recording of the radio show and how that story came to be of you being featured on the radio show. And then maybe you share how you got into the line of work that you do. And then maybe you share some testimonials you've had from people who you've worked with that were like just jaw dropping, amazing, and shows the, the breadth of what you do. Because maybe, maybe that person came on to your email list because of that one pain point, but it's not enough to drive them to action. But then they start to hear, oh my gosh, you also help with, um, you know, with leaking. I'm peeing, I had a baby and now he's three years old and I still pee when I jump on a trampoline, right? That's a different pain point that the same woman helps with. Or maybe they, it, they are, their kiddo is four years old now, but they still look four months pregnant because their pelvic floor has not properly healed. So if you're piecing this together, this is a pelvic floor therapist. I work with all kinds of healers of different trainings and modalities. And so this whole conversation has stemmed from a pelvic floor therapist. So yes, the pain with intercourse is one pain point, but in the welcome sequence, maybe you're introducing testimonials of women who had different reasons why they came to see you as a pelvic floor therapist, okay? So in the welcome sequence, you're helping them get to know you, you're dripping in some testimonials, you're sharing how you came to be in the line of work that you do, and maybe you're dripping in, again, book a call with me. And it's not offensive if it's like in the PS or if there's a button every second or third email and, oh my gosh, now they've listened to that radio show where you were a guest. And, and now they saw that, you know, maybe you did a really great carousel post or live video, maybe even a year ago, and you link to it. 
you're dripping in these little pieces of extra value they weren't even expecting from you. Now, when they start to see the whole journey of what you could provide, are they more likely to book a call? I would say yes. And are they more likely to be seeing those invitations to book a call because they're on your email list as compared to just be following you on Instagram? The statistics absolutely show yes. So, you know, when it comes to email marketing, people can say, oh gosh, this feels really overwhelming. I don't even know if I want to do this. Will I have to hire a copywriter? Do I need to hire someone to help me, you know, figure out the tech side of things? And something I want to point out is that email marketing in part is so popular because of the return on investment. It can be used for multiple purposes and it is proven to convert. So let's say, let's say you spend, I don't know, $1,000. Maybe you spend $1,000 on having someone help you set up a couple email sequences and doing the copywriting and you know loading them into your system. What you may not know is that email is proven to generate $36 for every one spent. So meaning email marketing's return on investment is 3,600%. That is insane, right? Just, I think we get into this space of coaching and healing and we see so many people creating valuable, amazing content, but at the end of the day, email marketing acquires 40 times more customers than Facebook and Twitter combined. Right. And so if you're looking at the average click through rates and the average purchase rates, your person, even if they say they don't really like love email, the behavior and the statistics show that most people are likely to make the buying decision in their email inbox. I have been through this for sure, where maybe um, I'm just trying to think of someone who I've purchased from recently. Oh, OK, I've got one. So I just enrolled into an intuitive mentoring program. And I have been in and out of mm, social media conversation <laughs> with this woman who's going to be running the mentoring program. And I have also been on her email list. And so I know because of her email communications that I think like six months ago, she ran a group program that was a slightly different topic, but kind of around self-leadership for empaths and intuitives to really hone their relationship with their intuition. And at the time... It wasn't the right time to jump into something new. It was on my radar. It was interesting. It was at a price point that I might jump into in the future. Super cool. I see her stuff on social media. I see her stories at the top of my Instagram. I see that once in a while she's on TikTok. And so I'm in her whole ecosystem. So when I saw on Instagram that she was putting out a post that she was going to be running another cohort of the intuitive uh, mentoring program, I went to my email inbox and I was like, okay, there's got to be some details there. And I clicked in and I found the details and I was able to go to her website and look at her landing page. And I kept that tab open on my laptop. Now, if I was just on my phone on Instagram and opened up a landing page and then I'm like, oh, I am interested in this, but I, I can't deal with it now, I would close out of it and then it wouldn't be saved. Do you know what I mean? If you just like go back to scrolling Instagram, <laughs> unless you like copy and paste and open up a browser. But because I was on my laptop and I opened it from my email and it opened a separate tab, then it was living there. And I was seeing the countdown that there was going to be an early bird special expiring soon. And so then 
I literally went over to our little family whiteboard in our kitchen and wrote down intuitive program uh, 723 because that was the date that the early bird was expiring. And I was like, I put that there because that's where I put things that I either want to bring up with my husband when he gets home or I want to double check something on. And so I had a tab open on my laptop. I have this note in my kitchen. And all of that stemmed from the fact that I was in this woman's ecosystem. And I was able to go between Instagram and her email inbox or email communication to me that was in my inbox, open up a tab. That's a typical buyer behavior. And now you might be listening to this and say, that's not me. I buy right from my phone through Instagram and that's fine. But you are not representative of the masses of how people buy. So I'm not here to say that you have to like ditch everything you are doing on social media and only focus on email marketing. But this is why, I'm actually gonna give a little teaser here, this is why my marketing agency that I'm launching currently, the teaser is that I haven't shared the name publicly. Should I share the name publicly? I've secured the domain name, I'm setting up my assumed name with the state. Uh, I'm going to be running the agency as, drumroll please, Intuitive Marketing Collective. And there's some specific reasons for each of the words that I've chosen, but Intuitive Marketing Collective. And so within the Intuitive Marketing Collective, one of the packages, one of the services that I'm going to be offering is writing and loading email sequences. So this could mean writing a fulfillment sequence to be delivered on the back end of something free you already have or that you want to make and creating a bit of a funnel. It could mean setting up a welcome sequence. It could mean um, helping you with an onboarding sequence to make sure that your clients have an amazing experience as they come into your membership, your group program, your one-on-one. -on -one. It could mean really just mapping out and looking at there's going to be a tier called audit and accountability where if you're like, I think I want to do this myself. I don't want to hire out writing, but I do want a bit of a game plan through audit and accountability, which is a lower tier investment. We can hop on, have a strategy call and have a week of mentoring through Telegram to go back and forth and help make sure you have a real strategy, a map of what your email marketing could look like and start chipping away at it. Or you could say, I want some of this done for me. There's going to be a done for you tier where we will actually do um, over the course of a week or two weeks to really bust out a sequence. And then I know if I just deliver you a Google Doc with all of the copy, you might then be frozen in fight or flight and saying, ah, what do I do with this? And so part of our service will be actually logging in to your system, whether it's system.io and we're helping you to set up an account or whether it's logging into your Squarespace or your active campaign or MailChimp and showing you how to um, actually doing it for you and then creating a tutorial back to you to show you how to create future automations. That's going to be part of what we do. And I'm so excited about it because I truly believe there's so much money being left on the table. And that's important to know from a business perspective. But also from a helping the collective perspective, if people aren't seeing what you're putting out there, because social media is not showing everything you create to everybody who even follows you, or even a fraction of who follows you, how frustrating is it for you as the coach, healer, or creative to be creating beautiful content and then being like, why is my business not growing? Nobody's taking that call to action I put, you know, check out the link in the bio. Nobody's doing that. It's a challenge. I'm not saying to ditch social media, just to reiterate, 
have it be part of your ecosystem, but don't leave email marketing out of that ecosystem. It is such a valuable part of the buyer behavior of most of your ideal clients. And if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know if my ideal client likes email marketing, reach out to me. Let's chat about it. You can reach out to me on Instagram or TikTok. I am at Intuitive Business Mentor. My email is probably below in the show notes. You can check out system.io. I'll put those below in the show notes. And um, the page is not ready yet, but it'll be ready very soon. Uh, if you're listening to this in the future, future Chelsea's website will have a page for the collective. And you could go learn about our services and pricing and how to book a clarity call to see if we're a good fit to help you in any of the tiers that we offer for me and my talented team to be able to help in the back end of your business. But if you're listening to this and that doesn't exist yet, then um, definitely just DM me if you would like to have a conversation about what it would look like to start setting up funnels, email marketing, some of this backend stuff that would allow you to open up more space to just be in the gifts that you are meant to bring out to the world. I would love to chat. So I hope that this topic falls on you well. I hope that you get some ideas, maybe shift some paradigms. Definitely make sure to subscribe to Intuitive Business by Design Podcast. We have new episodes dropping weekly. Also, if you've not yet ventured over to my YouTube channel, I am going to be ramping that back up in August with some more clarity on the topics I'm going to be covering, and I will be doing some more tutorial-style trainings, tutorials around software that I love, tutorials around how to set up funnels, some of this tech stuff that I know can hold you back from actually implementing some of these great ideas. I just talked to someone actually the other day who I'm, I'm creating a proposal for to do some marketing and he said, you know what, this project, the vision of what I want to do, it requires knowing some tech stuff and building an infrastructure and choosing software and all of this stuff. And he's like, it's literally been on my calendar to repeat weekly. And it has been repeating for 52 weeks. <laughs> so he said, 52 weeks in, I'm just going to admit that I'm never going to sit down and figure out what software I should be hosting my landing pages in or how to set up email automations related to a free course funnel, or I'm just not going to sit down and do it. And so if you have something that's been on repeat, either in your calendar or in your mind of something that you know would be good for your business, that is not in your wheelhouse of what you like to do as far as tech or software or backend streamlining, I would love as it launches if you'd be open to reaching out to me and let's see if the Intuitive Marketing Collective could be a fit for you. So I hope that you have a great rest of your day as always sending you light and love and holding you to your highest level of self-leadership and success to truly step into abundance and just making the impact that you care deeply about making in this lifetime.